You're listening to Lent and Easter for Kids, a podcast with episodes that only come out around Easter time, especially designed to help you and your family prepare your hearts to celebrate our Saviour Jesus. He died on the cross for our sins and then rose again to life to save us so we can live forever with him. Is there even a better thing to celebrate? And I am your host from the Word on the Street podcast, Anna Ware. When I was a kid and I wanted something, I rarely got it. I used to try begging and nagging, but it never worked and I'd end up getting in trouble for being annoying instead. If I wanted something and asked for it, my mum would say no pretty much every time because I was one of four kids and that's how families worked 40 years ago. Whenever you want something, do you ask or beg? Or nag. Whenever your parents make a decision that you don't like, what do you do? Do you beg for them to change their mind? Do you ask and ask and ask persistently? Does it work in your family? Do you get what you want? God is a God who can hear all of our prayers all the time and he listens and cares about what we want. And if you ask and ask and ask, he might even change his mind, seeing that it is so important to you. In this episode, I'm going to be telling you the story about when Jesus asks something of God for ages, for God to change his mind. Does it work, do you think? Keep listening to find out. What do you think? I want you to think about a time when you were feeling really, really tired. Your eyelids were so heavy that you could hardly keep them up. Your head was feeling heavy on your neck and you just wanted to put it onto something. A pillow, preferably. Have you ever felt so tired that you have fallen asleep at the dinner table with your forehead resting on the table or in your meal? Have you ever been so tired that you have fallen asleep standing up? I think... That horses might do that, actually. Maybe sitting. Have you ever felt so tired that you've fallen asleep sitting? Have you ever been so tired that you have fallen asleep in church during the sermon, the talk? Someone in the Bible did that and they actually fell out of a window while the Apostle Paul was talking on and on in the middle of the night. But don't worry, God brought that man back to life. Today's story! After Jesus' last final supper with his disciples, when he taught and he taught and he taught them and he gave them communion, the bread and the wine, he went with a couple of his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, which is a garden at the bottom of a beautiful mountain of olives. Gethsemane is actually a word that means oil press. So it's likely that there was a way of making oil from the olives right there in the garden. 
Jesus went here often, enough times for Judas to know exactly where they would be. Jesus told his disciples who were with him, Sit here while I pray. He took along Peter, James and John, and he told them, I am so sad that I feel as if I am dying. Stay here and keep awake with me. I don't know how late it was in the night, but it was quite late. Jesus walked on a little way further on his own. He knelt down on the ground and he prayed, Father, if it is possible, don't let this happen to me. You can do anything. Don't make me suffer by drinking from this cup. This cup means what you have prepared for me to do. Jesus doesn't want to have to do what God has prepared for him to do. You know what that cup is, dying on the cross. Jesus says, please don't make me suffer by drinking from this cup, but do what you want and not what I want. What a beautiful prayer. Well, when Jesus had finished his prayer, he came back. And what were his disciples doing? Sleeping. He said to Peter, are you asleep? Can't you stay awake for one hour? Stay awake and pray that you won't be tested. You want to do what's right, but you are weak. Jesus went back and he prayed the same prayer. But when he returned to the disciples, he found them sleeping again. They simply could not keep their eyes open. But the disciples did not know what to say. They had no excuses. When Jesus returned to the disciples a third time after praying, he said, Are you still sleeping and resting? Enough of this! The time has come for me to be handed over to the sinners. I'm going to die soon. Get up. Let's go. The one who is betraying me is already here. Judas was actually walking into the garden right then with some Roman soldiers and temple police who had been sent by the chief priests and the Pharisees. They had torches, lanterns, weapons. Jesus already knew everything that was going to happen, but he still asked them, who are you looking for? Now, without televisions and without photos, I don't think that they even recognized Jesus. They didn't know what he looked like. And they answered, we are looking for Jesus from Nazareth. Jesus told them, I am Jesus. Well, once they all backed away and fell to the ground. It's a bit peculiar. Jesus again asked, who are you looking for? We're looking for Jesus from Nazareth, they answered. This time Jesus replied, I have already told you that I am Jesus. Peter, 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 Peter. Peter had brought along a sword. He pulled it out and he actually cut off one of the men's ears. Jesus told Peter, no, put that sword away. I must drink from the cup that the Father has given me. Meaning I have to go and die on this cross. This is what God actually wants me to do. And then Jesus touched the man's ear and healed it. He spoke to the mob and said, why do you come with swords and clubs to arrest me like a criminal? Day after day I've sat and taught in the temple and you didn't arrest me. All of Jesus' disciples ran off and they left him. They deserted Jesus. 
I think there must have been more than the original 12 disciples at this point. There were a lot of Jesus followers. One of them was a young man wearing only a linen cloth, and when the men grabbed him, he left the cloth behind and ran away naked. That is actually in the Bible. Jesus knew that he had to die to save the world from our sins. Jesus didn't want to, as he knew it would be really, really hard, especially the bit about having all our sins put onto him and having his father turn away from him. Jesus asked very assertively to his father for him to please not do it. Please not drink the cup. But the father said, you have to. So Jesus obeyed. If we don't want to do something, why not ask God and pray about it? If you need to do something loving for others, but it's hard, I want to encourage you to think about your why. Why might you do it? Why might you not do it? Think about whether it is worth it. Jesus thought about whether it was worth it to die in order to save you from your sins so that you could have eternal life with God in heaven. And Jesus thought it was worth it because he loves you. His act of drinking that cup of going to the cross is the most loving thing anybody could ever do for you. Question time! Question number one. What do you do when you don't want to do something that you have to do? A little trick I learned from Mel Robbins to help you to do something that you know you have to do but you don't want to is to give yourself a five-second countdown and then go. Like getting out of bed in the morning. So you say five, four, three, two, one, go. And then you have to go and get out of bed or whatever it is that you have to do. And that has helped quite a lot of people get things done. I thought I might mention that because it might help you too. I don't think Jesus needed that countdown. He did it out of love. So here's question number two. What do you think might have happened to the world if God had told Jesus that he would take that cup away and that he did not have to die for the world's sins? In the next episode, I'm going to be continuing on the story about what happened after Jesus was arrested. And it wasn't very nice. This is the episode where Jesus does die on the cross for our sins. So be sure to tune in next week for the crux of Easter. This is what we celebrate on Good Friday. And we will be looking at why it is so good. That brings us to the end of this episode. But please don't stop chatting about these things. Keep thinking about everything you've heard in today's episode and keep asking questions and discussing things with your family throughout the week. If you want to discover more episodes and resources about our Saviour Jesus and to learn more about the Bible, please head on over to the wordonthestreetpodcast.com. There is a link in the show notes and you'll also find there a copy of today's Bible passage. I am really looking forward to you joining me again soon.